What up, Challenge fans? This is Final Alliance Podcast. I just watched episode six of the Challenge World Championship titled Brave New World. Sarah here all by myself again this week. Good news though, Jay will be back with us next week. So just one more week of me by myself uh, and then my my homie will be with us uh, to share in all of his antics that we love. <laughs> uh, just like last week, I'm going to try really hard not to just completely recap it because I think it it's a lot more entertaining for everyone if I just kind of bounce around. So let's get after it. <clears throat> now, last week we ended on a cliffhanger. So Jarrell and Kiki had the opportunity to pick whoever they wanted to go into the elimination against Wes and Zara because of the stalemate. Remember, my predictions were Ben Han Jody. I thought that was the safe bet. I thought that was the route that Darrell would go because it would potentially mean less blood on his hands. Uh, I, I also thought um, well, that was the big one that I thought. And then I, I even put a poll on our Instagram and a lot of people said they thought Jordan and Kaz were who they were going to pick. Well, unfortunately, we were both wrong or I don't know, fortunately, whatever. We were both wrong. And they voted Casey and Ben. <clears throat> Darrell's logic was the way Ben talked at the table. He was talking to Troy and Amber saying, you guys are at the bottom of Australia. Darrell being part of Team Australia says, you know, I don't rule like that. You know, we're a team together. Later, he says, you know, we can be cousins. We can fight. But like, you know, keep it with the family. We, we still like got to be united. And because they weren't united, that is why they voted Casey and Ben. In. <clears throat> so now me, you know, we've been through this. I'm a huge West fan. And I thought him and his partner have been amazing. But I was a little bit nervous about <clears throat> Casey and Ben just because uh, they're, both, they, they're both good competitors as well. So we go into this elimination. It's called a Herculean Strength. Like Hercules. One partner is holding, they have their arms out and they're holding weights. They start with 132 pounds and weights get added to them when their partner completes a math problem. There are easy math problems and difficult math problems. The blue equations are less weight and they're easier. The red equations are more weight, but they're more difficult. They're multi-step. Uh, equations from what I can tell. You got to use your order of operations. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. <laughs> uh, because of Zara's dyslexia and fear, because of that, she doesn't want to do the math. She's, she's very worried about this. Wes is like, you know what? Look, I will do the math. No big deal. Uh, but strength isn't necessarily one of her physical strengths. She is an endurance player. She has lots of physical attributes, but it makes me nervous right away when she says she's going to do it. And she's so cute in her interview. And she's like, I feel strong. And she's, you know, she's like my little arms. <laughs> uh, so then, you know, that's how they're going to do it. And then on the other side, Casey's not so strong at math as we've seen before. And Ben, remember, had shoulder surgery just a couple months ago. So Kate, so in this case, both women are holding the weight. 
And again, this makes me nervous because I'm like, Casey's probably likely stronger in this case. Wes does a good job. Uh, Zara, you can see, is getting very, she struggles with the weight. And then, what do you know? Ben and Casey win. Wes gives a beautiful speech to everyone saying, basically, MVPs, you deserve to be here. Love what you're doing with the game. This game has evolved so much in 20 years. Everyone who's here deserves to be here and uh, just goes out like a champ. And I, it was such a good speech. I just, I love how he is, he can be so many things in the game, but he is such a warm, good-hearted person. And, uh, you know, as a fan, I'm sad to see him go. I thought that was a really good team and it's kind of like, okay, now what? There was some talk in the house. We go to the challenge. It is Rocket Man, which you jump from a platform to an inflatable. Partners on the inflatable, they launch up. There are three different bars. If you cross whatever amount of bars, it will mean time off of your total time. Swim to some puzzles, swim back, put the puzzles together. This challenge reminded me of old school challenges for a couple of reasons. One, there wasn't a lot, there weren't a lot of steps. In the last couple of seasons, if you've noticed, some of these challenges have like five, six, seven steps. And it's like, what are we doing here? This one, just a few steps. And then second, uh, the danger factor, I feel like. I feel like this is one of the more dangerous challenges I've seen in a while. Uh, as in, like, there's a lot of things that could potentially go wrong. Uh, I was expecting some bad, like, faceplant falls from the women because they're being launched up in the air. Um, obviously, we did have the one injury that, you know, Grant, um, that ended up being the reason he's not going to be in the game anymore. Uh, so I... Is this a challenge I would like to do? Absolutely not. I don't like water and I would probably be one that would land on my face. Uh, but it, it was kind of fun to watch. It was a little bit like, wee. <laughs> uh, I will say this. Um, did anyone else, and I I don't know, maybe I'm just really being crazy here, but did anyone else think that the big inflatable looked like a maxi pad? It just, I don't know. It really, <laughs> for whatever reason, that's what I was seeing every time they did the, the camera from above shot. I'm like, why are we jumping on this big maxi pad? <laughs> just me? I don't know. Let me know. Uh, another thing I noticed was they didn't show, they showed all the women being launched except for Amber. And I think this is more of that because Amber's pregnant situation. They wanted to make sure not to show that because obviously early pregnancy or any pregnancy with, you know, falling from that distance can be dangerous. Obviously we know baby's okay. Uh, but I think that that was a choice that editing made to not show her landing in the water. Couple things about the way this went. Obviously Grant was hurt. He misstepped and didn't land on the inflatable. He was in between. That's where he messed up his knee. Poor John A flew maybe a foot off of the inflatable uh, that cost them the challenge. They were in last place. Justine and bananas. Justine is just continues to impress me. She's just awesome. 
and uh, Bananas had a good jump. Justine clears it. Really fast swim. I thought for sure they'd be contenders for getting the W. Tristan and Kellyanne did a great job. I liked Kellyanne's interview beforehand when she's like, this is how I visualize myself. And Tristan says, uh, flying through the air, like out of control. And she's like, yes. <laughs> Which I thought was adorable. And uh, spot on. <laughs> and I love that. Uh, watching Emily swim was beautiful. That was absolutely the highlight, probably the highlight of the episode. John A said she glides and she sure does. Uh, what a cool, what a cool moment because, uh, not that we don't have good swimmers on the challenge. Sometimes we don't have very good swimmers, but, um, night and day comparison between watching Emily swim and everyone else. I mean, obviously the woman's an Olympian for a reason, gold medalist for a reason. And that was, that was fun. Um, it was also fun watching her go back and get yes and <laughs> just continually go back and get yes to finish the the challenge. Uh, we get back into the house and of course, oh, Kellyanne and Tristan had won, which was awesome because it's like, you know, started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Uh, really freaking excited for them. Excited to see Kellyanne make that decision at the end about who's going to go in. Um, unfortunately that gets taken from us later. Um, and I'll get to that in a second. Going into the house, <laughs> I did think it was cute. Kellyanne said something along the lines of people treat you different when you're in power, which is nice. It was cute how she like her voice went up, um, gets kind of toppled over in a hug <laughs> right there, which is cute. Uh, then we have our first of two arguments that happen that are of note. Bananas and Sarah and Danny get into an argument. Uh, Theo is also a part of this argument or of, of this conversation, as is Tori. Um, they're discussing what to do. They want to work together. But Sarah says something along the lines of, I'm fine, but like you have to like tell me, like, let just let me in on what we're doing. And Bananas, in my opinion, starts to talk a little bit condescending to her. He says, you know. Bit, you know, a big mistake to make would be trying to think too far ahead. And during the scene, there are several spots where we don't hear anybody talking, but then we see Bananas doing his interview, which to me, that's kind of a red flag. I'm like, what was happening there? Are we trying to make this more than it was? Or are they potentially trying to edit it so it makes Sarah look crazy, quote unquote, which I hate. Or, and maybe put this more in Banana's favor. Because here's the deal. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but Banana's has been known to talk not so great to women. I mean, you could roll back the tapes. And I'm not talking 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I mean, we've moved on from that. Um, I mean, not that we've moved on, but, you know, I'm talking even recently. I mean, an episode ago, he said to Kellyanne and Jody, well, if you don't want to get, keep getting voted in, you know, maybe you should uh, vote with us. Which is condescending and rude. Remember, I said that. I didn't like that. So I think it's likely that what we didn't hear earlier in the conversation is that he was doing that talking to her stupid. Because she does say, you're talking to me like I'm an idiot. Danny also says, you're talking to us and her like she's an idiot. 
for me, that's one of my hot button things. I've said that before on the, on the podcast. If someone talks to me like I'm stupid, that's going to light me up every time. Um, it's definitely a trigger. I think Sarah has the same trigger. Um, and I appreciate very, very much that Sarah calls him on his BS and does not let him get away with it. I don't like the way he reacts to it. And I mean, to be honest, I, I wish Jay was here because Jay is such a bananas fan. So we will talk about this next week because I really do want Jay's opinion on this. But to me, I think I might be done with bananas. I'm, I'm tired of the, the way he talks to people, the immaturity. Um, and now I'm getting to the point where just when someone irritates me, you know, I start to like nitpick. It's like, I don't like the bandana with the Devin Sawa, you know, mushroom haircut either. I don't and he does bring lots to the show, but I'm just, I, I might be out. I might be out. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, moving on to the voting, then Theo and Danny have a little bit of a, a disagreement as well. Danny and Tori can't seem to uh, come to a, a consensus on who they're, they're going to vote for. They know they don't have to worry about Jordan get, getting voted in because they've asked around the house. So Tori feels safe to burn on Jordan and Kaz but as far as their other vote they're not sure and they kind of want to pass it to somebody else to you know just think about it a little more kind of like when you're out to eat and somebody in the waiter or waitress calls on you and you're like oh can I actually um, go last because I want to continue reading the menu and make my decision while everyone else is ordering that's kind of how I took it um, Theo is frustrated and Theo is seeing this as being a strategy to vote last so that they could potentially have more power as far as counting the votes to make sure things go in the favor that they want them to, which I fully agree with. I This is a tough one because I really do see both sides of this argument. Um, and it's also, there's another layer of it because Theo is Sarah's partner. Sarah and Danny are kind of thick as thieves in this game. So I'm very curious to see how this is going to pan out in the future. Uh, the voting does end up with Jody and Ben Ha and Yes and Emily in there. Against Grant and John A. Of course, we haven't seen Grant in a while. And I'm thinking the whole time this conversation is happening, this deliberation, that Grant's probably not coming back. And uh, typically that means no elimination. So even though this these conversations are being had, I'm still have it in the back of my mind that likely there's not going to be an elimination. Sure enough, we get to the elimination and we see poor Grant with crutches, leg all bandaged up. He has been med medically disqualified and he will not be able to, to compete. Thus also meaning him and John A or John A is also or it, it ends their time there. Uh, TJ gives them a very good send off. Hopes to see them both. Says Grant is, you know, a champ for um, not quitting, even though he had hurt his knee and continuing to finish the daily, uh, which I, I absolutely hat tip to him for finishing that. That must not, that couldn't have been easy. That must have hurt a lot. Um, and then I'm wondering, okay, well, is there going to be an elimination? Because we still have two teams down here. But nope, 
they're safe, all good. And I feel kind of cheated because I did want to see what Kellyanne and Tristan would have done. Um, but that just didn't work out that way. So that's pretty much the episode. Uh, again, I went through it quickly. Uh, felt like this episode really started um, at a high note with the elimination, even though my boy Wes went home. But then it kind of, with there not being an elimination at the end, it was kind of like, wah, wah. But I do think next week uh, we're past the halfway point. I think we're going to see some good stuff. I'm curious to see how the cards will lie and, you know, see what happens. Because, dare I say it, I, I think maybe bananas might be going in soon. I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> as far as categories go, who won the episode? Oof. I could give it to Sarah. I, I might give it to Sarah for seeing it up to bananas because that's not easy. That guy has been around a long time and he usually does not. Um, people don't see it up to him typically or it doesn't go well. So, I, you know, hat tip for you to you for that. So I think I will give Sarah the win on that. Um, appreciate that. Lost. I'll give it to bananas. I didn't like him. It was well, he did well on the challenge. He did well on the challenge. But I just, I don't, like I said, I didn't like how he acted in that conversation. Just very, like, frat boy. Um, super not into it. Could have been Wes, too, just because he went home early and that's unusual for him and it made me sad. Um, either of those. Whatever. Let me know who you think won and lost the episode. Cringeworthy moment. Had to have been Grant's jump. I think, you know, not only did he get hurt, but then John A didn't get put into the water. So that did make me cringe. And, and I don't like to see anybody get hurt. Best line, I think, has got to be Kellyanne. Where she said, people treat you different when you're in power, which is nice. <laughs> got a little bit of tea. <clears throat> so Nellie had to have another surgery. Um, you know, he's recovering from that awful car accident and he's going to have a couple more surgeries here coming up. So, um, continuing to send prayers to him, his GoFundMe has been, um, the link is out there if you want to help contribute. Um, I know that he was kind of down because it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot to recover from and I'm sure he is in a lot of pain and, um, you know, we're thinking about you. Hope you get well soon, my dear. Another piece of tea, Tony and his fiance, Alyssa, they've been engaged for five years. They have two children together. They finally set their wedding date. So they're going to be getting married in October. They posted these beautiful engagement photos. So very happy for the two of them. Um, congratulations. I bet those pictures, the wedding pictures are going to be gorgeous. And lastly, and I'm sure everyone under the sun has seen this, but I have to share it because it's such good news. Uh, Wes and his wife, Amanda, announced that they are pregnant. They are due in September. Um, I am just beyond words happy for the two of them. You know, he said on this season that they were trying to start a family. And then on All Stars, he said that as well. Uh, I just know he's going to be a really good dad. 
And I, I mean, heck, his little speech at the end today was like a dad speech. <laughs> so uh, I, I think that's great. I can see him being like soccer coach. I feel like it's going to be a girl. I don't know. We'll see. And I just adore Amanda. I have followed Amanda on social media for years and she's so sweet and so responsive and uh, just a wonderful human being. So I am just beyond words happy for them. So congratulations to Wes and Amanda. And Penny is going to have a brother or sister. <laughs> um, I think that's it for this week. So next week, we'll see what happens uh, for episode seven. Follow us on Twitter, Final Alliance One. Instagram, Final Alliance. On YouTube, we are Final Alliance Podcast. Please comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, we are Final Alliance Podcast. Thanks for watching.